Our faces are live. Quarterback factory show. This might be a little loud. I love it. Quarterback factory. Quarterback factory. We are the quarterback factory show. Quarterback factory show. Everybody dance so I can make this a gift. I love it. Are you recording? I love yes. it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. Are you sure? Absolutely. Are you Thank you sure? for asking. Thank you for asking. I want you to ask that every episode. Proud of you, blind. I know. Up. I'm going to. Ever since we had 17 minutes of audio from last week when we had like an hour and a half show. But that's okay. Good thing we made up some <laughs> after credit scenes. Yeah, that, yeah was a, uh, that was a fun one. Yeah. Always entertaining, for hey, sure. To anybody watching, you have to watch the after credit scenes if you want to find the full story to connect the dots. Just saying. It's true. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Kick us off, Brent. The story yeah, about my pooping habits are like the uh, Thanos scene in the first Avengers. Wait, 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 don't give any spoilers away. Don't give any spoilers. Sorry, I don't sorry. know what you're talking about. Never well, seen you shouldn't have watched. I'm not talking movie. about. I'm not talking about the MCU spoilers. I'm talking about the the QBFS spoilers. Well, you shouldn't have watched WandaVision. I don't know what to I tell didn't. you. I did. I watched two of them, and I'm like, yeah, WandaVision really is getting really good. By the way, I just finished it's the. Getting fucking wow. That last up. episode was go nice. Over, go over wow. to your. Fucking Very nice. nerd podcast and discuss this shit. This is a sports talk podcast. Okay? Maybe we should start this, a nerd podcast, yeah. Blanco. Fuck these guys. I don't want to hear the N word. <laughs> I don't want to hear the N word on this pocket on this show right now. Come on now. Hey, you don't say that. Nerd don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is the Quarterback Factory Show QBFS episode number thirty six, and I think we're going to Ryan Westbrook. B West. Easy decision. Probably yeah, one of, if not the best running back in Philadelphia Eagles history. Even Ready after case. Shady, he's still my favorite. Westbrook is still my favorite running back of all time. I know Shady has more accolades, but uh, Brian Westbrook, I think he embodies Philly more. Yeah. Just a yeah, little bit more. I don't want to take anything away from Shady because Shady is absolutely Philly, but just Westbrook is, is, Westbrook is that good. West, man. Oh yeah, he's a Nova guy. I mean, he's uh, uh, on the Super Bowl roster. Absolutely. Yeah, Uh, love him. He's got his own bacon now. He sells turkey on a ranch. Really? I know he's on a ranch. I know he's a horse dude and all that. But uh, he's a horseman. Godshaw's Godshaw's bacon turkey or turkey Um, bacon? I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, he's some of that stuff. Sounds good. There's a big billboard on, like, the side of uh, the PA Turnpike when you go down. And it's just him holding up a big thing of Godshaws. Nice. Turkey bacon. <laughs> Good old turkey. Yeah, hair doing all. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. That's, yeah, that's hot, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, I'm Brendan Casey. With me, as always, is our technical and Philadelphia sports Jedi master, Mr. Michael W. Parks, Jr., a.k.a. Bronco. There Sorry, you Brent. You say Always. you you said your name too fast. I didn't get to your sound effect fast enough, so I had to just go with mine. What's my sound effect? Well, your sound effect for today was. <laughs> 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 I 
but I didn't get my hair cut. Well, sure you sure you do. Show us your hair. Hey, it looks freshly cut to me. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> I try. I you try always to look fresh. Hey, so. look, this is not a this is not an insult. You always look freshly cut. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I try. <laughs> oh man. Oh, whatever. We got Michael Rayler, our Eagles Encyclopedia. So we're in. Uh, yeah, yes. Yes, wait. He's sporting the Phillies and the Super Bowl Eagles shirt. There he is. Sorry, baby. I'm just making up sound effects now. That's for you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> we had our in-house Googler and author of the Dan Rant, Mr. Dan Wetzel. I like that shirt, oh, dude. shit. Here we go again. There, you get CJ oh, from, sure. from like Grand Theft Auto 3. That's your sound effect, Dan. I like that. That's a dope shirt, Dan. Thank you. And we have... And we have... Fresh off his... Uh, it's not helping tonight, Hibernation. Though. Yeah, fresh off his hibernation from last week's show, <laughs> our uh, editor in chief of the blog post, Mr. Sean Palumbo. Welcome, Sean. Magma. Welcome back, buddy. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I got a, I got a, I actually got eight hours of sleep last Thursday, and that was probably the first time that's happened since Adriana was born. So nice change. That's beautiful. It was great. Pure fiction. <laughs> hey, blog. No way. No way. No way. <laughs> No way. All right, so it's an urban legend. It never happened. Already start. All right, well, you know, it wouldn't be a week of Philadelphia sports if there wasn't something going on in just about every sport there is. Of course, our Eagles always cause the trauma here and there. Uh, There's not much Phillies news. I mean, we talked about last week the uh, Phillies signing JT Romito, which was huge. We had another. Signing. I don't know if that was before or after. I think I think Didi show. was after. I think Didi was after. Didi yeah. was Friday, yeah. Saturday, the day after. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we got Didi back two years. Yeah, Sirianni's press conference was the day after two too. Years. Oh yeah, we might need to tell them that guy. He was. It's really happy to be here. I just want to talk to everybody. And it's a, I was so, so, excited, so excited. So excited. So excited. He likes systems. <laughs> Frankie too does. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really thought about anything else. I'm just happy to be here. I can't really comment on that. I haven't thought about that yet. I haven't thought about that yet. What do you think about being the coach? I haven't thought about that yet. You're fired. So, yeah, Didi was a big signing. Obviously, we talked about JT, but we got some right-handed pitchers out of this, didn't we, too? Yeah, I, I think with Philly's oh, yeah. news, the JT what? signing just overshadowed everything. I mean, obviously, there's nothing as big as the JT signing, but uh, there was a few. Matt Moore's a lefty, I believe. Yeah, Matt Moore's a lefty. Matt Moore fell through the cracks for me. I didn't like. I didn't hear that at all until you guys. All I know is it. that the Phillies bullpen is definitely better. I don't care it's how much be. better. I don't care how much better. They're just better. They, they have the to worst be. bullpen yeah. of all time last yes. year. Yeah, I'm, that's all I'm looking forward to. Literally can't be worse. Yes. And uh, rumor mill out there is that uh, Phillies are in on Tyler Clippard, who could also be Ooh. a really nice addition to the bullpen. I would not hate that. I uh, like that. I like Biggie's reaction to that because I don't know who he is, but I know Biggie knows baseball. So I am. I'm he's a uh, he's the guy. He wears the, the thick glasses, right? Yeah, super yeah. super tight. Yeah, he's like he's an ultimate bullpen guy because he just comes out looks like he's fucking crazy. Although he probably weighs like 180 pounds. 
and just throw straight gas. He's pretty much Ricky Wild Thing Bonds. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of when you were describing him. Like, oh, when he needed gla- when when Wild Thing needed glasses and it fixed his game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. Now I got to Google a picture of him. Just a bit outside. <laughs> Tried to corner him. Ball four. I need to Ball watch. Oh man, I miss those movies so much. I love those movies when I was a kid. I'm watching them again soon. They're on uh, Blunt Simmons is Ben Simmons sighting. He is on the sidelines, so I don't think he's being treated for the HIV. The HIV. No. <laughs> uh, just really? a sore butthole. Ooh. Just a, oh, my God. oh, man. He took oh, a little. Man. He took a little trip to Bangkok. I just got that. I'm, 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 I must be tired. <laughs> oh. I must be tired. Like, why is his butthole tired? God. We had a. So yeah, that was some positive news coming out of the Phillies world. And how many days till pitchers and catchers? Thirteen. Really? That 12? soon? Yeah, I think it's the 16th or 17th. So. Dean? Yeah. Yeah. So like 12, 13. 12, 13 days. Yeah, we'll How many it, days until Red October? <sighs> I can't count I that high. Think I only know how to count right to 12. Now, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for it. There's, let's, can we get to 13 inches of snow? Yeah, there's 13 inches of snow outside right now. More coming Sunday, too. And the Dude, it's, it's like your dirty it's, it just converted into like six <laughs> inches of summer. ice out there. It's, it's six inches Shut of up. ice. Shut up. Your entire face is front. Take your chin and your forehead and make them connect. Shut your entire face. I was ready to fight a snowplow driver Sunday night on my street. <laughs> Bro, you aren't kidding. I, I spent... just cleared out my driveway. Yes. And then there comes the dude. Then it was enough. He turned around and he made a UB and came back and did it again. And I was like, yeah, that's funny, man. Oh, I'm so, um, they came. I don't mean the humble brag or whatever, or just plain old brag, but I'm so glad I got a four wheel drive. I just, I didn't even dig my car out. I just drove over that shit. And then and backed up right back into it. I didn't give a fuck. I don't want to shovel it out because if I shovel it out, someone else is going to park there. Fuck that yeah. shit. Yeah, it was a good feeling, not because I have a driveway now that I don't have to worry about parking. Yeah. I don't miss Philly. Yeah. I don't miss Philly parking in the snow anymore. Not yeah, at all, dude. I'm so happy. I, I'm lucky. I, I, li- I live in a neighborhood where I can I, I can park in front of my house. Well, especially since COVID, and I I am literally home 24 seven for the past. Yeah. Uh, one whole Forever. year almost, and uh, but yeah, my car barely moves. But yeah, but still, parking isn't too bad in my neighborhood right now because it's one of those. There's construction buildings all around my neighborhood, but that's gonna change real soon. And that's yeah, when I'm. The plow must have came down my block at like 10 p.m. So I walked out of work Ooh. at you know 4 a.m. for like, my normal. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah you were already asleep. To, uh, oh, man. Yeah, I was I was treated to a uh, about 10 inches of fucking packed snow and ice that I had to shovel out before I went to work for fucking 10 hours. It was lovely. It was great. Yeah. Welcome, I, welcome I, to the suburbs where you got to worry about more than your car and you don't put no lawn chair there. Oh, yeah. Put a, don't put a lawn chair there unless you got a gun. Yeah. Did you see what happened up yeah. in uh, upstate PA? Yep. Probably Jesus. Murder, murder, suicide? Yeah. Over a parking mm. space. I mean, I feel like that shit happens a lot. It, it, there was a there was an incident like that not too long ago in in a Philly neighborhood. Mm. It was over a parking space. It was some one of, I forget what neighborhood it was. It wasn't far from me though. But uh, uh but uh, and cops had to come and shoot 
the dude. The dude, like, the dude shot, accidentally shot his own son, too. It was crazy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, crazy. Son was an adult. What an asshole. Sounds like uh, something that uh, a Bronx tale would cover. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally, like, you know? <laughs> shit's crazy. Over a park everywhere. And, yeah, and the, the initial thing was over a park space, yeah. But... I well, seen one today. It was like a guy and a woman. I don't know if that was what you're to Biggie and Sean. You were talking about. Was it a guy and a girl? Yeah. And a guy just like he literally like ran into his house. Like he, the way he was running was like he just ran into his house and came back out. And he just oh, this started. shit was all on cell phone footage too. Yeah, I'm I'm that guy. In case you guys are wondering, I'm that guy who has the cameras outside the house. Like I got the I got the feed. Hey, he I came back out with like an AK or something. It was just Damn, like I got the dude. ring. Yeah. Well, I know that if I'm going to commit a crime, don't do it in front of Blanco's house. After my car got broken into, you'd be su- you'd be surprised at how much shit happens in on my. I feel like I feel like sometimes people just look for my cameras and do it do things in front of my cameras on purpose. Like, do you ever have a guy pulled his wiener out? Just yeah. Flash no, it? no. But I had there's a, there's chicks yeah, that pulled their vaginas out and went and pissed on my sidewalk. And then oh. there's there's a dude who there's wow. a dude maybe really had to go. There's a dude. Yeah. No, it was a chick, and yeah, she did really you have gotta to go. go. You gotta go. And they were drunk. Chick whipped her dick out and pissed on herself. Yes, it was Ben. Sounds Simmons's like the type friend. of lady Ben Simmons would be ben interested Simmons in. Friend. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got footage of uh, if you guys check my YouTube, you, I got footage up there of a dude no, shooting good. heroin. There's a dude shooting heroin right on my next door neighbor's porch, right in right in my camera's view, right in his toe too. Crazy, crazy shit. Faces faces of Fishtown Blanco edition. It's old Kensington, but same difference. Okay, it's, so it's Northport, Fishington. So yeah. that is officially yes. gone well, way No, it's off it's top. West West, west Fishtown. <laughs> would it be an intro? Would it be an intro segment if we weren't off the rails? Oh yeah, oh yeah. God. Think about it. Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold no. day. It's seven minutes to ten. We haven't talked about a single sport yet. Well, baseball. <laughs> yeah, we covered the things, topics we're going to talk about. We're good. Go. Hey, I, at least we're recording. That's good. That is true. That's, that is a plus. It's all being documented. That's awesome. Yeah, but honestly, oh maybe for all 12 of our Spotify followers, it's not a great thing that we started recording this early. Uh, they love us. We have 12? We yeah, have that's what I was about to say. We have 12 followers. Spotify followers? I don't know. Well, don't five know. of them are us. And I don't have, I don't have uh, control over that data. <laughs> Yeah, Blanco's alley. Actually, it's a good question. I never, I don't know anything about the Spotify data. I'm gonna look into it. I will look into it. We low key have like a hundred thousand. We low, we're low key millionaires, and we don't even know it. (laughs) Bringing us back, bring it back, bring it in, reset. Hold on, wait, wait. I got a sound effect for that, and it's get over here. There you go. (laughs) No, you just gotta hear Control Alt Delete restarting. Okay. Oh, I have old, that old too. School. Where's that at? Uh, there you go. Delete! 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 You want me to stop it? I can stop it. Sometimes you got to cut them off a little, little early. We're not, we're not deleting. We're just restarting. So. Oh, where's the Windows sound effect? Is there a Windows sound effect? Anyway, there's. Well, there's that. That was horrible. If I never hear that for the rest of my life, I'll die happy. I wish they had like a normal one, but like they have a distorted one. Who the fuck put you in charge of the soundboard? 
That reminds me of the old gateway computer that uh, you used to have in the back room on Stairbridge. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about sports now. And uh, hey. our Philadelphia 76ers Ooh. are in first place and continue to dominate. Aside from the debacle that's going on right now as they're losing 97-79 to 79 to a Damian Lillard-less, uh, C.J. McCollum-less Portland Trailblazers. So, but other than that, they've looked great. They actually won some games without Joel Embiid. They're now one and four. They actually pulled off a win without Joel Embiid. And they've also, oh, Embiid's about to die. Uh, and they, and they beat also, the teams they should beat. Exactly, Dan. Thank you very much. That was the point I was going to bring up. They're All right, you're going there. Sorry. Win, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're beating teams they should have beat. To where last year and the previous years, they would have just shipped the bed. Well, they always came out and they had that fourth quarter meltdown that we always talked about. Instead of having fourth quarter meltdowns, they're having fourth quarter adjustments. And they're winning those games now. So, like I said to you guys earlier, we always talk about, oh, that other guy, that other guy, that stretch four, that shooter, that other guy, you know, that missing piece. Could Doc Rivers be that missing piece? Could he be that person? And that coach that just unlocks everybody, he's obviously Tobias Harris is in a running for an all-star bid. Joel Embiid's on an MVP type tear this season. And it just seems like a, a different team. So that's the question I first want to start out with you guys is, do you think that um, – sorry, I got caught up in Furky Kirky from the Jersey oh. Virgin and shit. Yeah, pure fiction. So do you think that Doc Rivers, the addition of Doc Rivers as coach, is uh, kind of the missing piece of the uh, Sixers were missing instead of a player? Or do you think they're still at least a player off? And I don't want J.J. Reddick back. This one, just so you know. Yeah, I I, I'm just going to head and start because I'm going to be short. But it sure feels like it. It sure feels like it, especially after that Pacers win. The, the Pacers win was purely a Doc Rivers thing, obviously. Uh, no Embiid, we're clearly losing this game. We're going to lose this game until the fourth quarter happened and there's this surge. And come to find out, it was a Doc Rivers adjustment that one of his assistants said to him, hey, you remember when we beat the Pacers with this with this certain type of def- defense or whatever it, whatever it was, 2-3 scheme, uh, uh, when, we were, when we were on the Clippers, blah, 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 blah. And Doc's is like, yeah, let's try it. And boom! It's almost like it's almost like the Philly Philly of of uh, of of the Sixers, but uh, instead of Philly Philly, it's I guess Clippers Clippers. I don't fucking know, but but uh, just after after realizing that, after after reading about that, after the, the the fact, I was just like, oh my god, this is the opposite of Brett Brown. I, I'm sorry, I love Brett. I love you, Brett Coach Brown. I always want you to call into the show. You're a friend of the show, obviously, forever. But, man, it's the opposite of what we've been used to this whole time. And it's it's incredibly refreshing. It's incredibly refreshing. I hope they keep it up. I hope they don't screw it up. You know, Embiid is a monster. Monster. And uh, and I love it. And I, I absolutely love it. And I want more of it. I want to. And, and when I'm listening to Doc, I, I think of him as my own coach. I love it. I'm 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 looking at him. I'm looking up to him. I'm thinking of him as my own coach, and I'm hearing him say that they, we're not even at our full full potential yet. And I believe him. I want to. I can't wait to see them 
humming. I want to see the Sixers humming. Because right now the Sixers ain't humming, and they're in first yeah, place. They're, get, they're getting they're getting hummed right now. Is yeah, happening. that is okay. true. And I'm not watching Are this Anthony game. Just but... Go away already. What? That dude's still playing. Carmelo Anthony, you just hit a three-pointer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Carmelo. What's he, like 50? That dude's definitely older than me. I, he would have He would have been a tremendous addition. He would have been a tremendous addition to this team. Yeah. I agree. But, well, yeah, that's that's my piece. I, I think it's ref- I think Doc is the missing piece. I think it's refreshing, and I believe them when they when they say this is this isn't even it yet. This is this is not the full potential yet. This we're we're gonna witness a better six a better Sixers team this season, even even later on this season from now, hopefully. Yeah, I'd have to agree too. I I, I don't know all the ins and outs of of basketball schemes and all that, but. It just me neither. I'll preface that me neither. Yeah, it just looks different. The eye test. It's just they're the you know taking aside tonight. Like the turnovers are not there like they used to be, especially at the end of games because it always seemed like it would come down to you know final couple possessions and we would turn the ball over like Game Seven of uh, the Toronto series a couple years ago. Um, Hmm. And it just always seemed to be a common theme with Brett Brown. So I don't know if it was like his plays and the, and the players not liking them or not feeling comfortable with those plays. I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, with 22 games, I think with the information we have, I think it has to be. I, and on top of that, Embiid being in great shape and, and having a career year. But, like, it, again, like, do you – can you attribute that to, you know, partly Doc as well? So who knows? I, I don't know. but Or him, I think him being a father. Face, yeah, all that too. But on its face, I think he he has to. I mean, it has to, it has to be Doc. So, you know, I'm interested to see the what the rest of the season, you know, what happens with that. But, um, you know, we're not seeing those same friggin' bullshit plays at the end of games when it comes down to being a tight game like that Brett Brown had. It just seemed to be the same thing over and over again. It would just end in a turnover, and we would just all be yelling at each other at the screen and all that. But. Um, no! <laughs> exactly. And, it, you know, it, it seems like Embiid is in the post a lot more, too. Yeah. You know, he's not yeah. hanging out at the top and, and all that as much as – I mean, he still yeah, takes his threes and all that, but – Which was a major complaint before this year, which was yeah. we wanted always wanted more of that. Right. It's a lot, of easy, it's a lot easier to hang out. at the top out. of the three-point line just hang yeah. out there. I'm like, you're the center. Yeah. Because it's one, he was our—I mean—one of the best shooters we had last year, and two, it was his conditioning. It's easier to hang out on the perimeter than it is to fucking body up somebody in the low block. True. Yeah. You know what I mean, so, I mean, personally, I think um, Brett Brown—he uh, was a great developer of players. Like you just look at some of these process Sixers around the league. You got. Dario, you got TJ McConnell, you got uh, Jeremy Grant, you got Robert Covington, you got Joe and Ben, obviously, and you know that's all well and good, but we needed uh, a coach, not. A I feel like I just developer. read an article about that. Yeah, I mean, listen, he he did Thanks, what Jojo. he was supposed to do for the process era Sixers. He took he turned garbage into gold, as Zumoff likes to say. Biggie, somebody's spying sh- on you right now. What? I said, Biggie, somebody's spying on you right now. Spider? Lorelai twenty Lorelai twenty joined the show. 
making sure I'm just not down here watching sports by myself. <laughs> we needed uh, we needed a guy who could come in and coach and adjust, and we got that with Doc. I still think we're one player away. I think that um, maybe like a nice stretch four or five type of guy, somebody that can come in in relief for Joel Embiid or Tobias Harris and kind of still keep that same spacing. But overall, I, I think that we are – this is the best addition of the Sixers that we've seen in this era, and they have the most legit shot to, to make some noise in the playoffs. So what what happened with Doc? Hold on. We got a comment. We got a comment. Uh-oh. Laura says, I love football, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> I gave her a laugh emoji. <laughs> Shows how much listen to. We're talking about basketball. Thanks, I think Laura. Doc had beef with Paul George. Doc <laughs> and Paul George had like, beef. You know, yeah. you, you you wonder like this dude has won a championship, and it's like, how did we get him? Like, how did we yeah. walk into? Like when we were interviewing, because I remember when we this is when we <laughs> when we first started doing the show, and we had a show where we were talking about like potential candidates and like Ty was it Tyrone Lue and. And who I forget who the other guy was, and it seemed like it was going to be between them, and then out of nowhere, like yeah, became available, and they just scooped them I up. I think Tyrone yeah. Lue was like the 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 closest candidate, he was the especially for when a while. we yeah. yeah. Who was the other guy? Lou. It was um, damn. I have to dig in the archives for that one. With Billy Donovan, I think, was one of the yeah. guys. We didn't, we didn't have a we didn't have a blog back then. We just had a we just had a show that nobody watched. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say it, it was, was a single-digit numbered show. Still hasn't changed. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, <laughs> we got three single digits now. Just you know, oh. three number three, three times one. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is better than before. It was usually like one or two times one. Oh. That's uh, all right. Joel, all right. Dan, any thoughts and comments on the Sixers? Uh. For me, it's it's a little early for me to, to say that, you know, he is the missing piece, Doc. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they had a pretty good, pretty decent team last year. Uh, and for the last couple of years, they brought in a couple of new players, which, you know, that can finally shoot. So I think that's contributed to uh, Embiid opening up, Tobias opening up and stuff like that. So it's like... They are. I, I to me, it's they're, they're they're still missing a player. Like if Embiid goes down, it's like I feel the team is different, and it's like Ben Ben's just showing up when he wants to. I mean, he's granted the last couple of weeks. I mean, he's been playing some pretty good basketball, but I just feel like they're still like other teams. Like example, you know, the Lakers, LeBron, Le, you know, LeBron James. He, you know, he's oh, got sorry, a, he's sorry. got a, you know, Anthony Davis, and you know, you got, he's he's got that, you know, it's just like Brooklyn, you know, you got Kyrie, Durant, so it's like kind of like they all can step up in an instance when somebody gets hurt. Is that like who's going to step up with him? So I think that I think they're still missing a piece. I'm not taking anything anything away from Doc in the start of this season. It's it's still early, but to me. It's still missing that one person because who knows when Ben's going to show up? We don't know. They're just they're just maybe a piece away of you know, just taking it all. And there's been games where it's just like the comeback against Indiana, for an example. It's like 
they were down yeah, and they had to make that comeback. It's good to see. It's great. I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not taking anything away, but I think right now, like, being early, they're just missing one more really stud player. Harden, you know, they could have brought him in here. It would have made a whole difference to the, like, you know, they probably would have been set to be the, to come out of the East. So, but yeah, for right now, until they get that another, another piece to, to help him beat out, who knows for season. So it's a little early for me. Just looking forward then to, to, and B to stay healthy, we'll see how that goes and how they play without him going forward. So just don't want to take anything away from Doc, but we'll see what happens if, you know, throughout hopefully and B stays healthy through the rest of the season. So go from there. So Dan's a big old I'm nope. a big old no on Doc is the missing piece at the nope. moment. Big right. old nope. Well I, just I think that he is I think that don't wait. wait he is I'm sorry too. I want to get this in too, Brent. Sorry that has we noticed too with other teams like the Flyers. They got a coach, man. Look how they playing since they got their new coach. So it's like, yeah, I mean, he's bringing in all this true, true, stuff true. and like he's just a, 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 you know his track record's what it is, you know. Championship, like Biggie said, you know, postseason all his career maybe one or two seasons he didn't make it. So yeah, but but getting a new coach has we seen with our. Girardi, for an example. I mean, it looks like you bring in a veteran coach. It's really helping the team that we already had, and they know how to use the the personnel they have. So, so you yeah. mean the yeah. opposite of the Eagles? Hmm. I don't want to bring them up. So not mixing. <laughs> so, yeah. right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, I think I I agree. I mean, I brought it up just because of just the the obvious reason. Um, you know, the transitions that the that's one thing that we always talked about I feel like last year and in past years of Brett Brown being the coach was just adjustments they would they would never adjust Brett Brown just wanted to stick to that three-point run and gun European style of playing basketball and he wouldn't adjust his defense and it was just like oh we got to leave we're feeling really comfortable and now we're just going to lay off and then they you know they you know 10 point lead goes down to a two-point lead in the blink of an eye and then it's run down, fire three, run down, fire three, run down, fire three. So it just seems like a very more controlled offense and defense. I mean, when they beat the Pacers, they adjusted to a 2-3 defense, zone 2-3 defense, which is like the John Chaney defense, RIP. And the Pacers pretty much collapsed under that and didn't know what to do, and the Sixers countered on it. So while I think that he is maybe not the missing piece, I think he is – a missing piece that that we've so desperately needed to this. But yeah, I agree. I think we do need one more player. Like you said, a stretch four, another shooter, maybe a, an offensive five. Maybe it's like, you know, if they like said a stretch four that can do the four and the five. Who knows? I don't want JJ Reddick back here. All those rumors are flying. He's he's yeah. a rat. He's caught too. He is caught. I don't Yeah. And you know oh, what? As much bad. as we dog on him, as much as we dog on him, Furkan Korkmaz is shooting better than JJ Redick is for like the last two years. I was saying to Dan so, before we got on, Dan had said something about Korkmaz sucks, and I usually tend to agree with that sentiment. But I, I, uh, I was saying I had came to the realization that man, I don't hate. Corkmas as much as I used to this year, and I think I have to attribute. A purpose, man. I have to attribute that to yeah. Doc Rivers, man. I have to attribute that to Doc Rivers. But it's the same shit from him. Like I'm sick of him yeah. just constantly missing. 
He's so inconsistent. I, he's, he's yeah, true. maybe he's shooting a little bit better. Look, this I didn't year. say I didn't say I love him. Then, I said I said I hate <laughs> him. I don't hate him as much as I used to. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I said. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you know that. Who, yeah. You know who my new player is to sometimes really like, and other times I'm just like, the fuck are you doing? Is Shake <laughs> Milton. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just like watched his confidence this dude though, man. Up and down the floor, and he thought he was Allen Iverson, like. He would take the ball and he's just like driving to the lane and like trying to make it happen. And he's just like shooting and shooting and like driving with these little underhand flips. And it's just, it's not going, dude. It's, it's not going to, you're, dude, you're, I, you're, I hate you're, that. You're not a, I, I hate like that. The, I, I like the nice that he puts up like 37 and he starts to get hot and he did some great things in the playoffs last year for us. He's he got a lot of Lou Will in him. He does, but I think Lou Will had a little bit more offensive. Oh, the way Howard's about to get another technical. Or flagrant foul. One per game, man. He's gonna One get per kicked game. out of the league. He just destroyed. <laughs> just kick him out of the league. Keep, keep going. I, I, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I got. I'll be right back. Just keep going. That hurt. That one did look like a fail on the, the other other guy, though. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They're probably they're just seeing if it's a if it's a what technical. It, yeah, it looked like he kind of no, like pushed off him a little bit, like kind of threw his body look, into him. Look, this dude's breathing. He's fine. Look at him. Yeah. I mean, he'll be Did he have that haircut? Dude, basketball now? turned to a bunch of friggin' uh, yeah. like just like Virginia's. Yeah. Could you imagine right like? Word. Could you imagine like Dennis Rodman or like fucking Arvidas no. Sabonis playing in today's NBA? No, <laughs> he just throwing elbows at people's fucking faces. Ugly. Latrell's free well. Oh god, dude, dude, Bill Lambeer. Was yeah, a freaking madman. Yeah, Bill Lambeer like, would literally get into fist fights on the fucking court. Horn and all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I seen something. They were like, "Why does, why does the the, the basketball players in like the sixties and seventies look like they were old men? <laughs> they were like twenty seven <laughs> years old." I know. <laughs> I forget the dude it was. Who I forget the guy it was, but like he literally he was bald, like, and it looked like he. He was it's just like, like in his fifties or sixties. He's got like the male pattern baldness with the goggles on and like this yeah. like porn stash, and they're like, yeah. they're like he's twenty seven years old. Twenty seven like, years old. I was dying. Like that's how I feel when I watch college. Like football. looking like an old ass mailman. I saw a uh, I saw a picture. It was like from like uh, all time best draft classes or something. And the one of them was uh, when Robert Parrish got drafted by the Celtics. And you can look at Robert Parrish, like, right now. And he looked exactly the same <laughs> as he did when he got drafted. <laughs> yeah, great hair. Stuff, man. Oh, my God. Man. That's too funny. But it's well, they're true, finally going to lose at home so he can get that out of the way. Yeah, get Not it out of the system. Just get it out. Hopefully we don't lose it at home again like for the, the rest of the year. Monk. This is my yeah. team. Blazer. Blazer. And Michelle. And Michelle. Do you notice that um, the girl from there, I always forget her name. She's so hot, M- though. Missy Pyle? Ben Stiller's wife. Oh, Ben, ben Stiller's wife. wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Michelle. No. The... No, Michelle's uh, the the very large the the very large man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, in real life, she's. I know, like, I'm envisioning. She's what from. She's that... She was Marsha in the Brady Bunch movies. 
Mm. Yeah. Yes. Well, sure, Jane. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Dude, that was all the other day. I was dying. <laughs> so stupid. It's so I bad. Stop watching it. <laughs> but anyway, she's from she's from Allentown. Is she really? really? Did you know that? Yeah. No, so because as as I was watching the Brady Bunch, I was looking and I was like, "Damn, she's fine." I'm like, "Who's his man?" I was like, "95." I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "I gotta find out how old she is." And I looked it up. And she's like 53 now, and she still looks good. But I was, I was pretty there. And she was like, "Yeah, from uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania." I was like, oh, "Shit, she's a local girl." Yeah, and Ben like, Stiller definitely. Uh, ben Stiller definitely knocked that one out of the park. Good for him. Yeah, dude. Good for That's him. That's one of those those couples that you see out. You're like, damn, how the hell did he land her? How the hell? Nobody did she makes me bleed my own blood. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like. Dak Shepard and uh, Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. Except Dak yeah, Shepard's actually sure. legitimately funny, unlike Ben Yeah, Stiller. I was about to say, Dak Shepard's probably got one of the better sense of humor of yeah. men. Yahtzee. Yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> the, the family uh, guy and episode. And Kristen Bell. Stiller, yes, is, Kristen Bell, yes. He, and his, he's like in, his in front ears. of the house and his ears <laughs> start flying away. You know what, though? Ben Stiller wrote Tropic Thunder, and for uh, that alone, he he's all right by me. Yeah, Tropic Thunder is like underground, one of the funniest. I'm the dude playing the dude. another dude. Also, it's disguised as another dude playing the dude. Disguised as another dude. God, we're about to go down a rabbit hole. What you mean, you people? So, Red so Dragon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steer us to the left here. You never go full Red. retard. Real is in. Real is in. I'm real in the end now. I'm real in the, the flounder right now. Scorched <laughs> earth, motherfucker! <laughs> real in the flounder four of you right now. Jesus Christ. So anyway. Freaking hell on it. Dan, you're going to get one of these. So anyway, we're going to... Yes, please. Bring you the top off. Brent, you never answered us. Can we bring get... beer there? No, it's not. Oh, darn! Stupid. I was gonna say everyone should just bring like a everyone should just bring like a sixer of uh, of a different crafty, and we all just you know what I mean have like a little beer potluck. No, you just do it in the parking lot. Oh yeah, I was. Didn't I ask? That's the spirit. Did I not ask that in the the group chat? I, maybe I was gonna ask that. I was getting the answer. He might have answered, but I did you answer? Busy. Listening to clown core and throwing boxes at people's houses. Yeah, because I was going to say, if, if we can bring our own beer, I was going to bring two cases of QBFS IPA. You can't bring your own beer. Well, Listen, well just, guys, I'm going to bring it anyway. We're only, 20, we're only 20 minutes away from my house, so we can always just Uber back. I'm going to bring it anyway. And can we bring our own strippers? <laughs> you can't bring in your own beer. Can, they, can they be transgender? You can't bring your own beer. <laughs> can't bring your own beer. I got something to say. Anyway, uh, we got five guys right here. Eagles. Yesterday or <laughs> not yes, talking about yesterday birds. morning, uh, Adam Sheff was on. Adam Schefter was on the morning show, ninety-seven five, said, "Quote: Carson Wentz doesn't want to be here. He wants to be traded. And whether he or not the thinks, Eagles though, he... want to trade him, okay. Well, I'm not quoting Carson Wentz. Quoting." I'm quoting Adam, Adam Schefter. Schefter, and I'm not quoting Jeff McLean, and I'm not 
quoting Tim McManus or anything like I know, that. I this know. Is, I'm not saying this is that. Shefty. This is the guy that's most in tune with everybody in the NFL and the inner workings of every team, organization. But player, he also gets paid and has to compete with other people making headlines, and he loves that clickbait as well. Just saying. Well, I think he even said it though. I'm just saying in his his quote is his opinion. It's not is not a fact. It's not like he knows what Wentz is thinking. He's not quoting Wentz. That's all I'm saying. Shefty is not quoting Wentz. Shefty is saying my expert opinion is Wentz doesn't want to be here. That's that's all I'm saying. But yes, his opinion is expert though. I I will give you that absolutely. He's not just giving us anonymous sources. (laughs) He was reporting. And I don't think Adam Schefter. I think Adam Schefter has enough clout now that he just doesn't need clickbait to gain popularity or any recognition or anything like that. I think that he still likes money. He's putting out. He's putting out stuff there that is definitely fact or fact based. No, but he said it's. He 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 never said it was a fact. He said he thinks. He never said it's. It's based on his expert opinion. It's not based on his expert fact. His expert opinion was that he believes that he will be traded. Yes. That was his opinion. What he said, and it said it wasn't his opinion, was that Carson Wentz doesn't want to be here. He said Carson Wentz told him that? No one has spoken to Carson Wentz. Except Nick Sirianni. He was benched. For sucking ass. <laughs> it's literally sucking ass. Yep. <laughs> so, you guys, I already know where this conversation is going to go, but Never for happened. me, it's not a matter of I want Jalen Hurst to start or I want um, Nate Sudfeld to start or I want Bobby Brister. Nobody to wants start. that. Bobby Brister. <laughs> nice name drop. Bust out. Bobby it, has to Bobby. Do, it has to do with integrity and dignity. That if a player, oh, I don't care whether he's the Eagles quarterback, I don't care whether it's the Sixers point guard, the Flyers goaltender, or a Phillies pitcher. If you don't want to play here for your Philadelphia organization, then I don't want you to play for this Philadelphia organization. That's that's my opinion. That's per source, per Brendan. <laughs> that if somebody doesn't want to be here, then I ain't got time for you. Because if you ain't got time for me, I ain't got time for you. And that's not a slight at Carson because of what's all transpired. Like I said, that is fact-based opinion feelings from Brendan. That if you don't want to be here, the saying always goes, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. No, I hope the door hits you in the ass on the way out and pushes you farther out faster. So nope. if these allegations are true, and I feel like we've all been on this merry-go-round since when Scott benched in that Green Bay game. Cage match. Cage match. Merry-go-round so, cage match. <laughs> merry-go-round cage match. But like I said, this is all, this is all not just because of Carson. It's a player for a place for a Philadelphia sport that doesn't want to be here. So you don't want to be here. See, that's just me. So you guys go ahead because what you say is per source fact based by you. 
Gordon <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> oh man, I, I feel like it's my job after hearing that to, as the resident Carson defender. No way. <laughs> I I think we can just sit back on this this segment. Let you guys go ahead. Good. Good. Carson hasn't spoken. That is a bad, bad look on yes. the organization, on Carson himself, on Carson's representation. It is a bad look all around from the yes. top down. Jeff, Howie, Nick Sirianni, Shane Steichen, the new offensive coordinator, Carson, Carson's management. The whole way. The only it's, thing he I said mean, was congratulations to uh, Mcleod, right? I think that's the yeah, only thing he came out and publicly the said. The only thing he has said and since I think he it was got like benched. A formal plug too, like. Yeah, it was an auto tweet. <laughs> it was yeah, a Dow Mori auto tweet. Yeah, as someone who has defended Carson from the beginning and defended Car, excuse me, defended Carson through all this, it's indefensible. Um, no matter how you feel personally, you are paid handsomely to be a leader and a voice for this franchise, and you you need to speak out. You need to say something regardless if it's just – even if every single person in Philadelphia knows that you're just playing the good soldier and talking coach speak, so to say, you got to say something, even if all of us call bullshit on it. You got to say something. So I can't defend him there. But I do understand why he's pissed off and why he's taking this stance of not wanting to come out and say anything or confirm or deny his interest in playing for the Eagles any further. Um, He's, I mean, essentially on this anniversary of the Super Bowl, every possible thing that could go against him out of his control has went against him. He has had some of the worst luck that I have seen. And throughout that bad luck, all he has done is come back and play his ass off. Last year was an outlier. I I really don't want to break down and go through all the fucking stats that I sent you guys earlier, but it's Steve McNair, Peyton Manning, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers, Big Ben. All of them have had seasons comparable to what Carson Wentz did this season in the midst of Hall of Fame, Super Bowl winning, MVP winning careers. The chances that this is an outlier is higher than this is what he is. But regardless of all of that, I can't defend him acting like a fucking pussy. So... While while I want to come back at you a little bit, you know, it's kind of our whole dynamic... He's acting like a bitch. If he wants, if he, if he wants to come, yeah, if he wants to come back next year, I think that their his play last year deserves a quarterback competition. Even that I, even though I think that Jalen Hurts is the inferior quarterback of the two, uh, it does call for a competition. And um, if he's here and he wants the game and he wants to play, have a fucking competition and prove that he is the $35 million man, that he is the franchise quarterback for the next seven to ten years, then he's got to grow a pair of fucking balls. You ain't in North Dakota anymore. This isn't Division Two FCS. This is the big fucking league in one of the toughest fucking towns to play football in. We thought you were a Philly guy. Prove you're a fucking Philly guy. Well said. 
Mic drop. You guys are supposed to fight. Um, people aren't paying for this kind of viewership. When we get on Patreon, we'll, uh, I stopped we'll recording, manufacture some drama. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Let's go on. Let's actually get on Arf, Patreon. Bitch. Very uh, good. Maybe we'll fight later. Well, yeah. I will. I will chime in, and I mean, um, I guess technically Wentz isn't getting paid. To... But look, it's my wife. <laughs> hey, <laughs> good night. Bye bye. Um, I guess technically he doesn't get Cat paid to to speak to us. You know, per se. Um, but it would you be still nice. Have to say something. It would be nice. And if absolutely. not, if not, if you don't want to build a news conference, like put it out like an official statement. It yeah. would be nice. You know? Or even even the Eagles organization, like even management, even you know Nick Sirianni, Doug Peter, Doug Peter, Nick Sirianni, um, Sirachi, Corey, Howie Roseman, Hyundai Sonata, yeah, Sirachi, Like you could put out, you could put out something like, hey. We've talked to Carson. We're looking forward to moving forward with him in the future. Hey, there's definitely there's definitely weight. Carson, we're looking forward. Look, we're looking forward to you know getting Carson right, or we're rolling with Carson, or anything. But like both sides are silent. Yeah, there's definitely weight. It's not to, acceptable. Uh, I, I, I when all this shit and when all this shit gets thrown out into the open and all into the media, and like we were just having the discussion earlier, like. Oh well, they, they didn't say this, or they didn't say that, or it's per source this, or it's it's opinion that. It can all be silenced, and it can all be set straight with one comment from either side, and neither yeah. of them over budget. So you're just creating more and more controversy. It's a pissing match, and more and more speculation. Yeah, and it's a pissing yeah. match, and it goes back to that's what they thought was happening between Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. They were having a pissing match because they didn't want, you know, the the play calling discrimination. So we don't even. If they didn't drag her to number two, this would not be talked about right now. No, I agree. It wouldn't. I agree. And so maybe I mean, the piss of, I... maybe the pissing matches between Wentz and Howie was never between Wentz and Doug. Look, I, I definitely had something to do. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying. What dies. what the fuck do we know? Because there's nothing but silence. And yeah, exactly. I, I wish. I wish. Like I want there to be something. I want. I want to say like. Obviously, I look at it from a Howie perspective, a, a numbers, a, a, a stocks and sales perspective, and Carson's stock is very low, so maybe teams would want to buy him, but the return of investment for the Eagles would be terrible. Howie being the, um, to put, I, I don't want to say it a derogatory way, but Howie being a money guy, you know, Howie and Lurie, Obviously, Lori uh, Howie being uh, what did I say in the previous episode? I called him Jeffrey Howie, right, or Howie Lori or some shit. I combined Howie, the two. Lori. I combined the two, and I think that was I did it by accident, but I think it was apt. You know, they're yeah. two and they're they're two they're peas in the pot, they're peas and carrots, like like Forrest and Jenny. Vegetables. <laughs> and and uh, from a money perspective, uh, from a sales perspective perspective you know if you think of like how uh Lori said in the press conference how the quarterback is an asset he said that it's an it's an asset he's an asset he's a thing he's not a human being he's an asset an if they if they think if they think like that 
then asshole. they can't sell Wentz right now. They absolutely cannot sell Wentz. Maybe they should mm. field uh, requests of sales, you know, whatever trade offers and shit like that. They should definitely gauge the market because they should eventually sell him because we are the quarterback factory. And what does the quarterback factory do? It doesn't. It doesn't buy. It doesn't buy a quarterback at a high price and sell it at a low price. No fucking way. No way. So there's, there's, there's. It's just weird. It's so fucking weird to me. So uh, and Biggie, you said this in our group text before. You said they're these motherfuckers are idiots, and it seems that way. It absolutely seems that way. Everything on the surface is like well, they're idiots, but like, but like there's. There's all this money involved, and they're all money people. They have to be making some kind of calculated well, after decisions. After that fucking trade with Stafford and Jared Goff, no, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying they have to trade Wentz for a lot of potential. Absolutely, they absolutely. They gave up those two ones and the three, and moved, and they took on some money with that. So even even without that trade, even without that trade happening with Stafford, still it doesn't make sense to move on from Carson. It's still a, you're getting. You're not going to get nowhere near what you want. You know, for um, from a financial standpoint, it makes no matter absolutely what. no sense. And yeah, and that's where I, that's you, where I'm, my thought is is like financially, okay, you didn't they can't. Answer, you didn't answer my question. If you have a quarterback here or a player mm. that says, "I don't want to play for the Eagles," do you want that guy going out there and representing your team? Oh, me as a fan, personally, absolutely not. Obviously, okay. I mean, but I didn't hear Wentz say that, but also I didn't hear him not say that. But um, I silence. I believe. Deafening. I I I believe. Although last year is weird, well this year, this past season is weird. Uh, when you when you look back a little bit, obviously, hindsight is is twenty twenty, but it's not in this case. Hindsight is not twenty twenty in this case. Hindsight is still poor vision in this case. Twenty, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. That's not what I meant. But um. <clears throat> You know, with with Wentz's struggles and stuff, uh, you know, you hear all the the stuff about him. There's there's plays that he audible that like did did Doug sabotage him? Did he sabotage Doug? I still don't know. You know, I still don't know. I feel like there's something fishy going on with last season, and there's even more fishiness going on now. And I don't know. I I I just I can only hope. I can only hope that Wentz, at the very least, Wentz has some kind of dignity. And will come even if he does not want to play here and wants to play somewhere else. He understands that he's under contract, and he will come out win the quarterback competition because he can, not not because of anything else. Because he can, because he has dignity in himself, and will play his ass off so that come time for trade talks, blah blah blah, when it's when it makes sense for the team to trade. Then he will he he will be a valuable asset, and another team, any other team, will gladly <laughs> Indianapolis Frank Wright will gladly give up something for him, as opposed to this year where it's like it doesn't make sense to trade him, even if he wants to be traded. If he if he wants to be a little bitch about it and be traded, you know, I mean, what's he gonna do? He's gonna he's gonna bitch about something, and then the Eagles are gonna what bench him? He's gonna get paid, he's gonna get his money, and he's not gonna play. So I don't know. All he has to do well, is put out a tweet, like something as simple as that. Like I'm committed to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm working on my game. I don't even think he has to do that. I mean, he he has to do that to comfort us. Yes, just to clear the air, though. Just for just us, but it. for for his sake is what I'm saying is yeah. it, for well, the, actually his my, future my sake. Guess I'm 
You said it perfectly. You you said it's so confusing. And the reason why it's so confusing (laughs) is because the Eagles are such a poorly run organization. And they're not run as most other organizations are run. Like, they don't have a – I'll use a derogatory term because I am one. You don't use a bean counter to pick players. (laughs) I didn't want to say it. Who has no experience, has probably never put on a pad in his life or a helmet in his life, to pick players for a major football program. And, you know, you talked about how, like, the you know, there's so much money involved and they have to be making – they have to be making some kind of smart decisions. Like, I don't – know, they don't because they can still be idiots. Football is idiot-proof. Like, you can make – you can make – we could run the team and they'd make money. You got they a might, really good point there. But they're going to make money. It's like the weather. It's like weather forecasters. Yeah, but even it, more lucrative. It might rain. <laughs> yeah, it might not. But it and and the Eagles have the Eagles have bred the way they run this organization. They have bred this whole situation. It's the reason why Carson feels he can probably go over Doug's head, and um, you know, and not listen to him, change the plays, whatever the case may be. Because oh well, you know, you can't even pick players. You can't even. Pick How he signs my paycheck, not you. Yeah, you can't even pick the players who needs to who need to start on game day because no, uh, your boss Howie has to do that or or does that. So like, why would I listen to you? Um, you know, I, I just feel like they've bred this whole situation that's happening, and it's just getting worse and worse. And you know, Carson totally agree. He should he should come out and say something, but I think the Eagles need to too. Like, I think he's like, well, you know. And I can't say that I would I would be different if I was in his situation. Like, well, why the fuck do I need to say anything? They're not saying anything. You know, they, they maybe it's a stalemate between the two. Maybe Carson it, wants it, them to say something. Like, it's it's almost like they're just not and talking. They're, not. Like, they're just like they have ruined him. Yeah, and it, I, yep. I don't know. And and to answer your question, Brent, no, I we we said that in the group chat. Like I no, if he came out and that that was true, like no interest in being here. Get the fuck out then, like. It's kind of it's kind of like the Aguilar situation too. Like Aguilar, it's not that Aguilar didn't want to play here, but mentally he fucking sucked here. Right. Yeah, he, he could not handle the mentality out. of being a. Hands? <laughs> he could not handle the mentality of being a receiver who in Philadelphia because the pressure was so high of the fans. Then he goes. Then he goes to Las Vegas and has a career year. Yeah. Be- better than his Super Bowl, the, the one year he had here that was good. I and, just think this situation is going to repeat itself again with Sirianni, like in a couple of years. I mean, because he's 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 even he's going to be more of a oh yes yes massa like just yeah then then yes massa like, yeah because like, yeah, well Doug, Doug came in and Howie was like fresh off of being like demoted. And then just back promoted again. So I guess right, like, Doug didn't have that how he's my boss mentality. But Sirianni like, definitely how is definitely Sirianni's boss, obviously, from his press conference. Like, Lori's just like, okay, I'm gonna do that. I, I, I stuck you in the closet and no oh, no no, you're my friend, you can come back and yeah. you can do this. You've sucked at every draft you've done, but you know, we can uh we'll, we'll make it work somehow. No, and you're fine. I'm gonna clean house, but you're fine, you're staying. And then you get to hire your new coach and then it's just going to be another yes guy, and this whole situation is going to happen again. I don't know. It just to me, it's Laurie. He's like the head of the snake, and he just he doesn't know. 
I don't think he knows how to he run. He can't do anything about it because he's the fucking owner. So I know. Like, you can fire him. Maybe like, he'll say something you know, racist he, on we camera can, we and we can, can Donald Sterling his ass. You know, when he leaves, he's just going to give the organization to his son. I mean, yeah. he's so yeah. it's just going to be an ongoing thing. He's this super racist, he, obviously. So like, we, we can do it. This is how you run an organization, son. Mr. Nelly's made a good point. Like, I don't agree with a lot of stuff he says, but he made a good point on the radio, and he's talked about it countless times, that Lori has never had to build anything from, you know, I guess, for lack of a better word, the bottom up. Like, he's been probably given a lot of stuff to him in his life, or a lot of stuff. Or he's bought things already. Yeah, he's he's just never like had angles. to make, like, like, if somebody who has had to do that before, there's no way they keep power to there's no way. Yeah. There's no way they do it. I mean, they he said it himself. It. Howie's like his son. It's like nepotism. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But And we did fuck Carson up. I mean, the one 2019 solidified, like, this is his team. After yeah. doing what he did down the stretch. I mean, that five-game stretch to to close the season, going four and one, leading the league in passing yards, passing touchdowns, all this fucking shit, throwing a garbage man. And then how do we repay him after him finally getting his groove back? Like, I am the, the guy here. We draft quarterback in the second fucking round. So it's, you know, you, you draft the best player available, but we could have got him Denzel Mims. We could have gotten him Van Jefferson. We could have gotten him a handful of targets that would have worked, uh, an offensive lineman, whatever the case might be. But instead, they went and drafted a fucking quarterback after the man just put – this organization on his back and then got a fucking concussion on a dirty hit in the playoffs. I mean, it's, it is, it's asinine. And obviously you're a grown ass man. You're a professional. You're supposed to be mentally tough enough, but any one of us would have doubts about our standing in an organization. If that's how we were treated. Yeah, for sure. Dan, I'm waiting for your Dan rant on this one. (laughs) No, I was just thinking, like, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> side with uh, Carson a little bit because, I mean, we just talked about a bunch of like the organization and stuff like that. It's just like a lot of things just, just like mentally and physically just broke him down, man. And just like the organization didn't do do stuff to help him. Uh, to Biggie's point with Howie, man, it's just like man, the Andy Reid's record without. Howie being ahead of that his position was just insanely like the years of Andy Reid's winning that Howie was not in that organization or at the position he was in maybe GM like his record was just it, it's like like I can't explain like it was just like I saw that stat I forget like the stat was just like yeah it was the idle. amount of yeah. wins he had and, it just and pro bowlers that he right drafted there. so then it's just like. That happens. So then you go further. Okay, then you know just the, some bad things that happen for Carson. He gets injured, and then you got and you got these backups that come in, and just like Doug. I mean, at first the him and Doug seemed like they had a great relationship, and it just like kind of like the the injuries just really hurt like that relationship. It seemed like, and he's just like so he gets hurt, and then and then you got Foles doing what he did, and then you know. Then they go to another. It happens again. Foles almost does it again. So then they just they don't they didn't build on positions to help Carson at all. So the organization's like it seems like the finger the point. So maybe that's why he's 
I get the point where he's not speaking like he's just feel like but you know growing up if your whole passion is to win a Super Bowl I don't yeah. care like and I'm, now I'm going back to your point Sean where he just needs to grow a pair like your whole goal in life growing up be a football player is to you know you want to win the big one you would, that's your passion so now it's Carson if he had that passion like hey I'm gonna lead the I seen what Foles did. I want to win this organization a championship. He if if he's better than Hurts, he needs to go out there and show that in training camp, you know, or you know preseason. He he needs to win that job if he if he's that passionate about winning another. But he's just not. He's not. Nothing's there, and it's really hurting him. Like you said, like he would that, show he's he better that, than Hurts just by making a statement. Yeah, and then you got Sirianni just. There was no – that was another Sonata. thing. His press conference was – come on, man. Like, he didn't even – I forget what was the quote. Or, nah, I'm not even he's thinking like, about the competition. Yeah, he's like, like, he's like, have you thought about the Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz? He's like, honestly, no, I haven't thought about that at all. I know he's new. That's another thing. Like, I know he was, he's, off, he's fresh off the interview, dude, fresh off the hire. He, but was, he was fed this, a bunch of Post-it notes from – he, he, could get, he, gave us something he still wasn't today. So that's just like, I get it, but we haven't if you even wanna, talked like, about that. Leadership today. is not there. If you want to be a leader, he should have said, Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. Even Hertz came out with something that I've yeah. seen. Like, didn't he, yeah. he posted yeah. something that, you know, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to work and, you know, whatever. It seems like whatever, you know, hope to go out and play for the position. Well, yeah, so, he, well, hasn't, he hasn't been. He hasn't been scorned yet. That's why he's he's still fresh. He's still fresh QB. He hasn't been scorned by this organization yet. He still has hope for his future. Where Wentz is like, man, I just got some vagina for the first time, and now I just had a kid. I'm I'm ready to give my life to Jesus Christ and not play football. You guys ever tried this thing called pussy? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's amazing. He gets all like nervous, like you guys know. If you put my penis in here, if you're a It's like big bags of sand. <laughs> it would happen to Russell Wilson, man. Come on. My man went. Bags of sand? With the flavor sound. Like, he never oh, came God. back. Flavor <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. Let's. Yeah, let's screw. Let's, let's do it. Oh, you dirty. <laughs> you dirty. <laughs> It's crazy it's like, though. It's my mama, super, said, like my mama said, "Girls are the devil." Dan's right in, though, man. He's in. Of course, it's in the delivery Did, room. But he's holding up the vagina model. He's <laughs> like, "Where do you put the penis?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! It all leads to the sex. Man. Think about it though, oh, man. Like God. Dan is right about the whole Andy Reid thing and like the how how Andy Reid Howie Roseman dynamic. If you think about the core, if you think about the core of the roster that won the Super Bowl, I mean, all right, you got Nick Foles, that's an Andy Reid pick. You got Vinny Curry, that's an Andy Reid pick. You got Jason Kelsey, that's an Andy Reid pick. You got Lane, which was a Chip Kelly Chip pick. Kelly. Zach Ertz was a Chip Kelly pick. Yeah. Like Kelly. you think about this shit, like and there's some over. There's a lot really, of overlap. Zach, yeah, Ertz. That was a fucking. I don't know if I just said Ertz or not. I'm the yeah, yeah. at this point. Even Chip Kelly's, even Chip Kelly's success was a lot of overlap of Andy Reid. 
Brandon Graham. Yeah. Like you look at some of uh, pretty much every single player that made Andrew, a difference on that run. Jenkins, Jenkins was a Chip Kelly era signing. Yeah, trade. Jenkins was a Chip Kelly sign, like sign. trade or signing. Yeah, free agent. It was a free agent signing. Yeah. I remember Jackson, everybody wanted uh everyone wanted Jarius Bird that year. Yeah, yeah, we ended yeah, up getting man. the best yeah. fucking player. Yeah. Jarius Bird was the big name, and we were all like, uh, okay, Malcolm Jenkins, okay, fine. Yeah, Malcolm was like a nice consolation prize. Yeah, yeah, and he ended up being much better than a uh, consolation great. prize because Jarius Bird yeah. did what since then? He hasn't done shit since then. Jarius Bird's out of the league. Yeah, he's not even in the league. I think he died. He died that year. Literally died. <laughs> Rest in peace, yeah, Jarris Bird. Howie Roseman has literally <laughs> given us squad douche. And, I mean, we've hit on a few, you know, like later round flyer picks, but that's more so, I mean, really, it's been oh, all should be. He hits it's, on a pick yeah. like once every four years. Exactly. And it's yeah, usually but, a first round pick. <laughs> like it's but not- even like Mylotta and Jack Driscoll, like when you think about those guys who really overachieved this year and filled in well, I they were both uh, – Driscoll was a fifth-round pick and Mylotta was a seventh-round pick. That's more yeah. of a product yeah. of Jeff Stoutland being a kick-ass fucking coach. Yeah. Then, you know what I mean? That's player de- – that's developing really good athletes into really good players. So it's – Howie has done jack you fucking could probably, shit. You could probably bet that somebody like, like uh, Stoutland has lobbied for those players. Yeah. For those projects, you know, like, and it's not, but he probably hard. begged for them, like, please give me something in in these late rounds that I could work with. It's not hard to hit on guys like Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard when you know what I mean. You have dudes that are just freak fucking athletes, like Dallas Goddard or a stud running back for a major program like Miles Sanders was at Penn State. But you know, it's those those. You mean picks, fatigue, like Sanders? They, yeah, I'm fatigue. Hey man, he listen. I give him, it. I give him some credit. That dude, I think he had like four seventy-plus yard carries this year. So he's he's a home run hitter. Yeah. It's just we need a. There's another problem. There's there's another problem. We need a we need a back that can come in and take ten carries a game up the gut. So Miles Sanders isn't having to run into fucking defensive tackles ten times a game. That really helps somebody when it comes to yeah, fatigue we need, and just we their need, body being broken uh, down. They wanted Boston Scott to be the next Darren Sproles, but Darren Sproles is a freak of a small a guy. There's no such thing yeah. as there's no yeah, such thing as the next Darren Sproles. I feel like they they they. I mean, uh, Boston Scott. Respect to Boston Scott. Our last episode was number thirty five. And That was Boston yeah. Scott's number. But uh, he's, Darren Sproles you know, is like two hundred and forty pounds yeah. of pure fucking muscle. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. yeah. All right, well. I think we can close that out with saying that we can all agree that the Eagles and or Carson Wentz or both need to come out and at least make some kind of a statement so there isn't so much turmoil. Yeah, and if he wants, if, if Carson Wentz says he wants out, person like we get it from him, then yeah, yeah. here's the door. That is definitely, right. I think we all agree on that. I would love, we yeah, would love a yeah. statement. That would right, be great. So okay. before we roll into the last segment, and uh, we're going to talk about what, what happened. What is the last segment? It's going to be about the hat I'm wearing. Do we have uh, we have call we have a couple but callers? I wanted to hear if calls go through. I to We go through the messages first, and then we'll. Yeah. Uh, I want to go through. I want everybody to say. I mean, obviously, we already know because we didn't even get to talk about the flyers. About. I know. I'm sorry. But shit in the bed. Let's go real quick on the Flyers. 
let's go real quick on the Flyers. Three games in a row, three two-point two leads lost. Yeah. We finally lost one of those games, and I don't think we'll win another one of those games if we if we're if we blow leads. But anyway, we can stop there. But you guys uh, can say something. Dan, you should definitely say something. I mean, it's it's. I don't know what to say. It's just like you, you can't do this stupid easy. shit they were doing. That's yeah. all. They they just they pulled some stupid shit in these games at the end. But you could tell though, like this, penalty and stuff this, like that. It's this just, is. Yeah, this is the third game in a row that they blew a two-point lead. Yeah, they won the first two games. But the third the game in a row, they blew a two-point lead. And you can just see that the morale is, is dipping. Lawton with that with that uh, ending, that penalty to end the game, you know, and to start overtime in, in the in the penalty. It's like, yeah, that was, that was yeah, the 21 you can, you can tell are acting real 2026. It's a, it's a brittle thing. You know, one, it's, it's, one thing mean, crumbles, you know, everything's going to crumble. And if that's what it feels like with the Flyers, I was going to say definitely the, coaching. The, the Flyers third period has now become the Sixers fourth quarter yeah. from years past. I don't want to yeah. panic on the Flyers, but it's, I don't, I'm not I getting panic. really, I'm not getting good feelings from the Flyers right now. I wouldn't panic. Really it's definitely too early either. to panic. It's definitely too early I'm, to panic. I'm still, I'm still a little concerned about But I'm okay with an early panic. Goals against average, man. That's still a yeah. problem. And I, that, needs to, that, needs to be, uh, that needs to be handled by the coach and, and stuff like that because giving up, you know, averaging three, giving up three goals a game is, is just not cutting it, man. And It's early. It's an early, it, it's an early start. It, that number can go down, but that is definitely a little concern compared to the last yeah. two years of his his goals against average being around like two five or something. I think, it's like so. a two, I think he's got like a two three or a two four or something along them lines. Yeah, but, so it's definitely I mean, a big concern. I give Carter Hart the same benefit of the doubt that I give Carson. Just you know that he's he's shown me that he's a stud, and you yeah. know goalies have down years. It happens, even the best of all time. And you know I'm just uh thinking that this might be an outlier, just a bad start to the season. You know what I mean? It was a, a very long season last year. He's only 22 years old. It was a quick turnaround. So I think he'll get his shit together. I hope he gets yeah. his shit together. Because, I mean, we Some live and die with Carter Hart. Yeah, the defense is playing sloppy. A lot yeah. of bad turnovers in our own in our hey, own who's, zone. Who's so. injured? Isn't a Ghost injured and uh... – just, they just got him back. They just got goes back. But uh, Mario yeah. Frost is like injured. I said. In, like I said in the text, I don't. I don't think it's and like Couturier. Couturier not having Couturier is, like, is huge, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, with that's, with that's Couturier loss, and man. with Couturier and Hayes as our one and two line center, I mean, we're shutting yeah. down the best player on the other team. Yeah, and but I, I think I not think having it's Couturier like a, is a killer. It's kind of like yeah, just a domino could, effect right now. The Flyers are kind of hitting a slump. It's a domino effect. Hockey is obviously a uh, uh, a streaky sport. So it is. So yeah, it is. hey, Dawkins. <laughs> hey, bud. You're a little late. Yeah. So I, I I don't. Obviously, I'm not panicking on the Flyers. It's an early. It's one of those early panics. Like what the fuck's happening? Because you know, obviously, yeah. I have high expectations for the Flyers, uh, especially yeah. you know after last year when they they gave me all these high expectations and then fizzled out in the playoffs uh, against the Islanders, no less. And then we. Blew that lead against the Islanders a game ago, and uh, but still beat them. Well, the, the Islanders haven't been playing the the best hockey either. I'm, that doesn't make me feel better, did, Dan. Dave. That doesn't make me feel yeah, better. Yeah, well, Dan. it does. Yeah, I know it shouldn't because they, them blowing <laughs> them leads to the Islanders yeah. is shouldn't that's what happened. It's like Boston it's like cereal against them. 
islanders. We owe Oh, and the fact the, the fact that we the fact that we were first place and we just gave first place to the fucking Boston fucking Robert Kraft Fondlers. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck them. I know. All right, all right. Hot, flyer segment is done. Thank you for entertaining us with a flyer segment. Uh, thank you, Dan. For I mean, your... we'll, we'll know what they are. Yeah, come yeah, absolutely. It's too early. It's too early. It's too early to panic. Let's go. Flyers That's gonna be are, a good rematch. Flyers are. Yeah, we'll the, you know, they're in the top. That they're in the top of the division. They were just first place and blah blah blah. It's still early. We got this. Long we, season. We Long got season. this. Long season. We got this. Yeah. Just a little sad though. Boston just took first place when it was fuck Boston. Fuck Boston I Cream. Think, I think how do you say I it, Dan? The, uh, fuck Boston Cream. Are just, fuck Boston Tea Party. Too. This might be too, so. Oh yeah, fuck the Boston Tea Party, the <laughs> Boston Cream. Fucking every Boston Cream does suck. Boston. Boston Cream does suck. Vanilla Cream for the win. Fuck Boston Cream. I never yeah, get Boston. Nah, actually, I do like Boston. I'll ever cream support donuts. you know Boston? You know, whenever you buy a Boston cream donut, it, the money goes directly to Boston. Fuck them. Don't do it. Doesn't Mark Wahlberg like? Mark Wahlberg makes Boston another Wahlburgers franchise. Yeah. Every time you right, eat a Boston cream the, donut, another uh, Wahlburgers. All right, and then we're going to all talk about. Brendan's uh, tired. Brendan's got to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, and I'm yeah me too. Um, my phone is not only running on battery, low on battery, but so. All right, let's do it. QBFS stress line is messages coming up right now, and here is the jingle for it. Got a jingle. This is so this is so great. Um, like, make this my ringtone. If it was like the early two thousands, like that was your uh, that was <laughs> the intro for QBFS stress line. All right, here's here's the messages. Uh, Here's the messages. Double victory Sunday! Oh my. <laughs> Supplementary Sunday? Double victory Sunday! Oh, double. double victory Sunday! Nice. There we go. That's a sound bite. That's not a message. That's a sound bite right there. Let's go one more time. Ready? Message. Good drop. Double victory Sunday! That was a little early. That was, uh, when you know we had a double victory, when's the last double time we had a double Sunday. victory? That was Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. All right, here we go. Next message. A little more recent than that last one. Yeah, this is awesome. This message is for your quarterback, Dawson. Who's not being such a good man? He can't take a little bit of criticism. Look at me. I've been in this country for fifty years, and I still talk like this. People criticize me every day. Why don't you just get to the gym and pump some more time? Then you're going to be able to paint press a chopper. Now put the Bible down. Both testicles. Let's go. <laughs> oh, they did great, man. I love the new appearances on here, man. Thank you, Ronald. All Thanks, about the pump. Ronald. I'm all about the pump, too, Ronald. I get it. <laughs> a couple heard testicles in there or something. All right. We, we don't have that many messages today. One more message. Good evening, quarterback factory boys. This is your old pal, Satan. Hey, Satan. I'm going to wish you a happy three-year anniversary of selling your souls. (laughs) (laughs) He's taking care of our souls. Good luck with the rest of your losing lives. (laughs) 
<laughs> At least he's a fan. <laughs> he's a fan of the show. Oh, Hail Satan. Satan! Hail, Hail Satan. Satan! Hold on. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. That was the. What's, what's the last segment? We gotta do the jingle every time, beginning and end. Oh man, that's a that's an awesome jingle, man. That sounds QBFS like like Street Fighter music for like the NES. I'm gonna make a beat on GarageBand real quick. All right, for you guys. Are you really? Right now, <laughs> live. You're gonna do it live. Uh, we, yeah. we will stay on for it. We we will stay on for it. Do it. Watch Dan be like I made that so I made that beat with like Fruit Loops, Dr. by Dre. Way. Just so you know. I made that beat with Fruit Loops literally like 20 minutes before we went live. I didn't even know the Fruit Loops still existed. Well, it's not called Fruit Loops anymore. It's called FL Studio. Oh, all right. All right. It's Ben Simmons' favorite computer program. No, it's not. Ben <laughs> Simmons don't know how to make beats. He don't know how to make no fucking beats. No, I was just talking I was just talking about the Fruit Loop part. Oh, uh, god. <laughs> You got, it, you got it. You got it. Yeah, got ah, it. we got it. Where's Brandon? Where did he go? What? What? Where is he? Maybe I'll try I and mean, make he, it. Maybe he, I'll try and make a new beat for next episode. I don't know. That was quick as shit. I haven't opened up Fruit Loops in a long ass time. You could tell by the way I still call it Fruit Loops because people don't call it Fruit Loops anymore. We should have a uh, contest. Send wish- us your best beat. Dan, yeah, send us your, be- beat, your best beat, and I'll make a better one. <laughs> oh, that's a challenge for anybody that's listening. It ain't a challenge think- because I'm going to win no matter what. You see, the, see the tats? Blanc, not, Blanco, not only am I a uh, not only am I a blogger extraordinaire, but I'm a I'm a bit of a an all around wordsmith. So maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll, I'll lay down maybe I'll lay down a funky. Some funky bars to Put your dope Put down some bars? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't like rappers. You don't? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. That's just a joke. You're not down. You, bad you can't get jiggy with that shit? No, I can I just, you know, I'm just that I'm just that conceited that I don't want anybody rapping on my beats. Except for robot voices. So you're like Avicii? <laughs> I don't know who that is. I think he's a dead guy. Used to make music, just yeah. beats. Yeah, I like instrumentals. I'm instrumentals all the way. All right. All no, right. no, no, no. Um, you can you can rap on my beats. I'm just kidding. You can rap. Hey, Brendan. Hey, this, Brendan. We should make hey, a Q, we should make a QBFS rap. We should. We absolutely need. You know what? Doesn't Mike Missanelli have like a rap song to intro his show? He's like this. He rapper. does. He's got it's a couple. Terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's like uh, yeah, it's bad. I hate that fucking dude. Who, the rapper or Mike Missanelli? Mike Missanelli. <laughs> or both. I mean, Why not I, I, both? Can't, Why not both? I can't say anything personal about the rapper. Yeah, we it's not a good rap, just, but yeah, I don't know who he is. He has only one rap. And <laughs> but I do know really Mike Missanelli. And honestly, if I was in a room with Adolf Hitler, Jeff McClain, and Mike Missanelli, <laughs> and I only had two bullets in my gun... Jeff I would McClain shoot would Jeff McClain and <laughs> Jeff McClain and Mike Missanelli would both get shot. <laughs> you try to line them up though, at least you know, get two for one if you could. But if you can't, hey. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I play Hitman. Hitman, there's a thing getting two for one. It's fun. 
Ah, oh, have you played Hitman Three yet? I heard it's fucking. Yeah, sick. I started playing. I haven't finished it, but I started playing it. I'm on the third level, played, the China level. It's awesome. I played all the old, like all the old ones. I was a big Hitman Me guy. Too. Me too. Back on like the 360, and I, as soon as I saw that they were coming out with the, the fucking the new games, are I, they new or are they remasters? I ain't trying to humble brag on you, but I've been playing uh, Hitman since it was on PC, bro. The first Hitman. Oh baby. I'm oh, all baby. about Hitman. I love Hitman. One of my favorite games. And I played all the... So they re, they rebooted Hitman, basically. So it's now, okay. for the new generation, it's Hitman 1, Hitman 2, Hitman 3. Even though there's already a Hitman 1 and a Hitman 2. Yeah. And then, like... Blood Money and shit. Yeah, and then a couple other Hitmans that don't have numbers. They have names. Blood Money, Contracts. Well, Contracts was yep. 2, I think. But, um... Silent Assassin. No, Silent Assassin was two. And then there's Silent con- Assassin there's was two. Contracts, contracts was and there's Blood Dude, Money. What is he doing? And, uh, yeah. But, yo, the, the, the newest Hitmans, that, they're all seamless. It's like a movie, bro. It's like a fucking movie. Oh, it's fucking sick, dude. You haven't played any of them yet? I haven't played any of the new ones. I have not picked up a fucking... The last thing I played was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I 100 percent at that bitch while Kat was pregnant. Wow. Because there was nothing else for me to You're do. You're never going to do Kat- that again. You're never going to no. do that again. No, hey, I, when I, age, I guess Assassin's when she's in Creed. middle school. I like it. Is that the, the Viking one? Yeah. Well, That's it's the not the Viking one. This one oh, was, um, you're a, you're, it's ancient Greek every mythology. Time, every time they come out sick. with a new, every time they come out with a new Assassin's Creed, I'm always like, wow, that looks awesome. But I don't want to ever play it again because it's just one of those completioner games. And, and while I am a completionist, it's, I can't yeah. get into those games because it it just drives me nuts for my it's OCD. Because so I, much to I, fucking there's, complete, there's, dude. And it's all repetitive and it just kills me. Kills I mean, I did get like, like that, a solid. I'm like that. I got like a solid year too. out of that game. I'm like that with I, Hitman, though. I'm very much like that with Hitman, but like I don't know. I guess the way Hitman is is built, you can just do each mission so much differently instead of it's just a giant open world. Yeah. So you know, it's. The thing that killed me with Assassin's Creed, because I'm like you, like, I got 100% of fucking game. Like, any open world games like that, like, I have to do everything, yeah. even if I'm delivering fucking tomatoes Welcome to some dude. Welcome to the video game podcast. Yeah. The video oh, man. game factory that's, show. Hell yeah. That's lucrative, dude. That's Hell a lucrative yeah. industry oh, yeah. right now. Oh, E-games yeah, are huge. Oh, yeah. Esports and oh, shit. We're not, we're not censoring this video game shit. No fucking way. Bro, we're about to live stream. We're about to live stream some fucking Assassin's Creed or some fucking, I'll go on, I'll get the Oculus out right now. Fuck y'all. I'm the master, dude. I am the up, oh, and he's going for it. Bro, this is a video game podcast now. What's Do up? List rift. What's Wait, up? Is Brendan? Do you think Brendan's okay? I hope so. He's probably sleeping. Is he? Do you think he's pooping or making a peanut butter sandwich? Hmm. Like he just should have told us what he was his what to speak about, and we would have. Yeah, I ain't got much time left. He's getting his hair cut. Wake me up. <laughs> Yeah, it's five after eleven. I'm I'm on borrowed time right yeah. now. It's t- I'm it's looking not... at the clock Yo, and I got play uh, Hitman, four bro. hours and counting. Play Hitman. All right, All right, so, I will. Uh, Hopefully well, by Adriano's fifth. Start with the first one. It's like a movie, bro. Just start with the first one. Buy all three of all them right. and just play it from the beginning. It's great. I will. I will. I'll definitely. So, and we're gonna live gonna stream be... on, on QBFS Instagram. Follow <laughs> us on Twitch. QBFS. Yeah. <laughs> QBFS at Twitch.com. Wait, what is that a thing? I don't know. Twitch, yeah, it's where people stream their games. And I'm gonna, shit. I'm gonna play some Elite Dangerous in Oculus and live stream it right now. Do you have the uh, the Darth Vader game? Which one? I don't know. Apparently, there's a Darth Vader game where you can control him in the lightsaber on the Oculus Rift, and you just fuck shit up. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't have I do not have that and it might be a mod of something else but I'll I'll look into it. Yeah, look into it. I got the sure, uh sure. the the Starfighter game, the one where you're in the X-wings and shit. It is pretty awesome. It's a, it's an Oculus too. It's it's, it's, it's like bringing the uh, it's like bringing the Disney Star Wars ride to your house. Yeah, it's better than Sick. that. Oh God! Don't tell me these things. I'm gonna go spend fucking money that I hey, shouldn't spend. Hey, look who's and back! Here... Yay! Hey, welcome back to the land of the living. Now I left. Uh oh! Now Dan's gone. Shit, Brendan. What is your final segment point idea thing? Uh, I want everybody to say on the three anniversary of the Eagles Super Bowl where you were, who you were with, and your favorite story. Because <clears throat> we okay. got our what we meant to what it meant to us on the blog. So, where you were, who you were with, and your favorite memory from that night, aside from the victory. I All right, started... so I'll start. Oh, all right, mine's going to be quick because I was with Blanc. Me and Blanco, we were supposed to go to, uh, I think it was Nick's Roast Beef on Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it fell through for us, so we yeah. just went back to my apartment. So we were watching it there. Uh, you know, I, I was toasty a little bit. So my, I think one of my favorite parts is when Tom Brady was, was going down. And I think Blanco was telling me while I was running, like, just, just – uh, here, like I was, I was just pacing back and forth. Like, here we fuck, here it goes. Here he's gonna, he's gonna fucking do this. He's gonna come back. And I just kept pacing myself and just, yep. just like, oh, here he goes. He's gonna fucking do this to us. So I just kept pacing, yep. and you know, we all know what happened. You know, I think it was around the time of when BG did his thing. So that was kind of like one of the memories I had from that night, man. I was just like, here he goes. Tom Brady's gonna do this shit to us again. Fuck. And I just kept pacing. I just kind of went on my your, own. Your exact, night, your exact but, words uh, were, your exact words were, we're going to lose. There you go. Your exact words were. And I had to, I had the exact sentiment, but because you said it out loud, I had to be, I had to counteract you. I had to, I had to cool you down. I had to calm you down. I had to, I had to talk you out of it. I had to be like, Dan, it's okay. There's still some time left because it wasn't the wasn't the hail mary drive. It was the one before that, before the the BG strip sack. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no, Dan, no. Even though I <laughs> I had the same voice in my head that Dan had said out loud. I'm uh, like, oh damn it, no, Dan, don't. When Dan said it out loud, I looked at him and I was like, no, don't lose faith, my brother. I was. Nah. It was very. It was. It was a very surreal moment. It was like a. It was almost religious. It was almost religious. Like we were both out of body. We both. We both. We both we had like ex- ex- exited ourselves, and we were both like not, like our bodies were just sitting on the couches, just still, just like lifeless, and our spirits were like, just like punching each other and like we're gonna lose fuck you we're gonna win fuck we're gonna fucking lose and like we like grabbed a tom brady voodoo doll and we're just like ripping his hair out and shit and we're trying to curse him and we were doing everything we possibly could and mentally and spiritually to give the eagles some kind of push to win that game and that's how that's that that moment that is literally that moment both me and dan good moment but that's both of us right there so I don't even oh have to say anymore. God. That's so funny. It, it, uh, I I would if I had to re, if I had the opportunity to relive that moment again, I would do it the exact same way. We went to Nick's Bros Beef. It's like, oh, we're, we're supposed to have this party, hang out with these people, and it's like, 
it's packed and there's nowhere for us to stand or sit. Dan and I are like, let's just roll. Went right back to his place. It was perfect. It was perfect. It went, it went, it went, it went. And then we were, you know, outside afterwards. It was, it was all around, you know, great time. Man. Oh, yeah. It was awesome, man. I couldn't watch that game at a bar. I got, yeah, there was a couple of party invites. Oh, and yeah, all I'm that. so glad oh, we didn't stay at yeah. that place. I'm I was so like, no. Nope. Yeah, we made a good choice. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Go watch with my dad. We were close to going up to your house, friend. We were close. I know. But we just, the time, the time wasn't there. The time wasn't there for us. That's where I started the game. I started it up there, and I'll, ne- I mean, I spent the first half up there in Hatboro, and. I mean, what a fucking battle back and forth, but I will never forget. I don't know what it was. I just had an air of confidence wash over me when Alshon (laughs) caught that ball. And, I mean, you guys all know XLJ, my papa, the biggest. I mean, he's 8-8 and every fucking year when it comes to the Eagles. And I saw this expression on his face when Alshon caught that touchdown, and I just felt like everything was going to be all right. (laughs) Like, he was like, was it? Yeah, that was <laughs> exactly that expression. I saw that and I was like, everything's going to be all right. And I fucking boogied back to Philly after the Philly special. I literally, I walked into my buddy Matt's house. He lives about I don't know, four blocks from fucking Common in Frankfurt. And I got back to my buddy Matt's house as JT was finishing fucking Purple Rain in the halftime performance. And I fucking, I was like, all right. I was like, I'm here. We're good. Everything's good. It's fucking gravy. Let's do this. And when that ball hit the ground, man, when that ball hit the ground and there was no flags, it was just like, it was, it was uh, it's like ecstasy. It was just the most surreal until Adriana was born. It was the most surreal moment of my entire life. And it's funny, she was uh, born the two-year anniversary of the Eagles Parade. Hmm. And I whispered to her, she was, you know, fucking 10 hours old, whatever it was. I'm sleep-deprived. And I got her just hanging out, and I bent down and I whispered in her ear, You're the second best thing to ever happen on this day. (laughs) 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 Yeah, man. What a game. Go ahead, Mike. Um, mine is my exact story we talked about uh, in the group chat for our stories. It was Love just, the story. Yeah, just watching it with my dad. I had to watch it with him. He missed the playoff games at home because he got the hip surgery. He actually put it off so he could go to all the regular season games, and then he would get his his uh, hip surgery. So he got that done. Um, and yeah, just Mama Dukes made some homemade wings with her secret, super secret mm. barbecue sauce, and mm. I ate about three of them because I was so nervous the whole friggin' game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just the strip sack play, man. That's like the one thing that comes to my head every time, where he just was standing up with a cane and saw the ball come out, saw Derek Barnett hop on it, and I just sprinted and leapt into his arms, and he just caught me and hold held my whole weight for what felt like 15 minutes <laughs> just screaming at each other and i finally clicked i was like oh my god and i was like oh my god hopped off and he was like what are you doing? i'm fine i'm fine like he was just loving it and it was just it's amazing because we've been going to games together since 1997 
and sat through some of the some slop and uh you know it was good to 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 watch that and see that happening but yeah it was that was just the the one moment i go back to every time i even called cuz a couple months after that happened um because yeah i remember that yeah and i talked to him about it it was when they were doing the meat locker show so balding we gotta get that on here we'll get that on here yeah bicycle podcast should still be on is that audio still up on their website because we need to distract it hopefully they were yeah, and I was like, come on, no. Like when I was talking about the hip and all that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's that's my my moment. Just like just every, like I said, every playoff loss and 3-13 and season just came off your shoulder and was just like, and all the Super Bowl, no Super Bowl jokes. And, you know, it was just, I was looking for one, just one person that I could just say like, yeah, but we we got a Super Bowl, like you know, in this <laughs> decade, joke. in the past two decades, we have a Super yeah. Bowl. We yeah. have one yep. Super Bowl. Yep. And that's yep. fine. Yep. It's that's mine. Uh, for me, I, I don't know. It was like the entire game, the entire experience from when I got up that day to the ending of the game. I remember I, I got up. And I went to like Wawa. And no, I went to Wawa for something. And then I remember I went to the gym. I was in a gym and I was just like listening to like Rocky music or something and just like watching, looking up at the TVs. Of course like you were. All like, you know, the free game stuff and everything. And I just remember I texted you guys. I was just like, we're going to win. And I think that was like the only thing I texted you guys like, that day prior. I just said, we're going to win. Yeah. Damn, you need background music for your fucking speech, Brand. I'm sorry, I gotta put it on. <laughs> Go ahead, keep talking, keep talking. I'll bring it in low. So, I'll bring it in nice and low. So we went to uh, my sister Megan's house across the street, and we went there for the NFC Championship game. And I wore my NFC chip, and it was the exact. I wore a exact, exact same outfit. My parents were there, um, Jess and Megan, Dan, and the kids. I can't believe I just said his name. Fuck. But um, <laughs> yeah, we meet, we were there, and we made sure we drank the same exact beer and wore the same exact. I made sure I wore the same exact underwear and the same exact <laughs> shirt under the shirt and pants and socks and everything. But I think probably the most surreal moment was when it when Brady threw that hail mary, and it bounced around and hit the ground. Because I videotaped it on my phone, the last play. So you hear when he throws the ball and the ball hits the ground, there's a moment of complete silence in the house. You could have heard a fucking pin drop. And it was only for about a second because nobody knew, realized that the game was over. They just thought that like that nine seconds in the air and then hit the ground. And it was just like a moment of, and then you realize the clock had hit zero, and then everybody just went ballistic. But it was like that one, that one split second of just gave me goosebumps. Silence. Yeah, it was just like you should get that video, get that video, and post it. And we want that video. And put it on QBFS. We, like, we were just like yes, and then it was just like a split second of silence again, and then it was just like the game's over. And then everybody just lost it, and just like like you said, Mike. I, I mean, I have a chance to go to like bars and stuff like that. I'm like, but 
I just watching it there with my dad and you, Sean, earlier and your mom and like very surreal. And like I told you guys, oh, just like a moment of, of bliss. And a couple and weeks later, a couple like, weeks later, we all got together. All, I think all five yeah, of we us did. were together, and we were at your house, Brandon, watching yep, we the game the again. Super Bowl rewatch. Was it was it a week or two ago later? No, that was like my birthday. So yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Like uh, so I think it was, it was for months, Brandon's It was a couple birthday. months later. Okay. <laughs> like I said, all yes. that shit's all that shit is a blur to me, man. That that whole. Yeah. This whole few months was like a Super Bowl parade. It was like a three-month-long Super Bowl parade, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Tens of Sean thousands of people. Awesome, yeah, that Did was awesome. Did you guys make it to the parade? Yeah, we where- had a front row. St- we had a fucking front row seat on Broad Street. Nice. Like, yep. to the point where, like, I wasn't on Broad Street. Below fucking zero. Yeah, I was I, mean, I was up. I was close to the art museum. I, I had walked from my. I lived in Northern Liberties at the time, and I walked from my house over there, just like everybody did. Me and like, Mike have a grill. Yeah. We got some stories. Every about street that day. was closed, Me dude. Every street was closed. Yeah, there was baby. no cars on the street. Yeah. There was nothing but human beings walking from the Green from Goblin. Everywhere. Dapped me up. That's how close we were to the fucking parade. I don't know how I got home because I immediately hit the bed and woke up at like. 11 o'clock that night and was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I know. Dude, I was really, it got emotional to see that. Part. Like, I, I got emotional, like, when you see them going by, it was just like, really, like, it was a different feeling than them waiting the Super Bowl. It was like, really emotional, like, we did it. Yeah. Like, it, it, that's what got what I got from that, was just like, we fucking did it. And I was, was like, it- really, like, just teary about it. Like, oh my goodness. So, yeah. I was, that was kind of cool, but man, like, the stuff me and Mike went through, Biggie went through that day, was just crazy. We were, we almost didn't make it down. We were at some dude's house. He told us we were going to be a couple seconds. We broke a, <laughs> broke some stuff. I broke it. <laughs> it was just a great day. I, I was like, we me, me and Biggie were drinking fucking out of a flask at like six, five a.m. Dude, in we the were parking lot. Wait, we were we Freezing. were in a parking lot up off of like, in Strawberry Mansion, in like North Philly. <laughs> yeah. 4.30 in the morning, it was still dark out, and we were hammering PPRs and Captain Morgan and, and whatever else, blasting wow, dreams and nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's... And there was, the best thing about it, there was like 47 other cars doing the same thing at that time. It was a, it was a pilgrimage to it's go like to that ball. fucking parade, man. Yeah. It's, I'll never forget, we, me and my buddies, obviously, after the game, we stormed Cotman in Frankfurt. And I did a shot of Jameson with a cop because he wouldn't let me bring my Jameson bottle in. So I said, well, someone's got to fucking help me finish this thing. And the cop took a big old swig of the Jameson. And there's tens of thousands of Eagles fans. Every one of us in unison singing the fucking fight song together. And it was just like, and it it literally, I mean, like it brought tears to my fucking eyes, man. It really brought, it brought legitimate tears to my eyes just seeing there wasn't a single fight nothing you know you got tens of thousands of drunk people all packed in like fucking sardines for there to not be a single conflict it was hugs and high fives all around and somebody started the fly eagles fly and it just spread like a fucking wave man and i i mean i don't even know how many people were there i couldn't put a number on it but every single person there just sang the song together and it was just it was bigger than the song it was bigger than anything it was just that one moment in 
all of our lives where we were fucking champions for a team that let us down so many years and sounds it was like beautiful a, sounds like something somebody wrote it's beautiful dude <sighs> all right well we get to all uh, look forward to more tears in the future of probably not happy happy ones yes as our buddy satan Sirachi, bring it on, man. Let's go, yeah. Sirachi. Let's see what you got, right. Nick Hyundai Sonata. Let's see what you got. Yeah. All right. Well, All it's right, getting guys. late. Well, my battery's running yeah. low. My phone and me. So, uh, good show, boys. Per usual. Factory show. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Super Bowl predictions. Oh yeah. Who you got? Who all right, let's go get one. The go get one. We, we should one do for score, score predictions too, because I will put this in a post. Okay. Go gets one. Who's playing in the Super Bowl again? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The go gets another. <laughs> he wins. He wins score. one in the NFC. Score. Thirty-one, twenty-three. Thirty-one, twenty-three. Buccaneers. Sorry, Andy. I got. I got the goat winning. I can't, man. It's every time I went against him this season. It's just like he just proved me wrong. I hate it. He gets another one. But it's going to be low scoring. I think the jitters are in for both teams. You know, you're looking for uh, Kansas City to get a two-peat. That's just going to be remarkable. And then you got Brady that wants to get, you know, he, he did what he had to do already. Just This ring's really going to put him up there. It's, you know, I guess the – I don't know. This ring's going to go on – This ring's going to go on his other middle finger. Yeah. yeah. So, well, <laughs> I think if yeah, if, I'm not going against the not going against them. So this, I think it's going to be low scoring though. I think we're going to get like a 20, 24, 17 game. All right. Uh Bucks. Twenty four, seventeen Bucks. Is Brady the goat of goats if he wins like across yeah. all sports, like more than Tiger Woods, more I'm than Gretzky, like, more than like? Oh, I mean, yeah. like ugh, he's got to be. Yes. No yeah. one else yes. did anything like that. If <laughs> yes, yeah. After yeah, after getting out of Belichick and then immediately going to the suit, even just going to the Super Bowl, it's like, damn, all right, yeah. Brady is yeah. is definitely the goat, at least the goat. And if he wins, probably yes. But if he doesn't get off that easy though with the team he has. Don't get me wrong, this team is way better than half the teams oh, in the yeah. NFL. I don't. If you don't want to say that, you're you're not watching football because the squad that he has is it no little little giants. Against yeah, those not at all. So, I mean, when you go you know, to a Bruce, team, a, you Bruce Arians is no slouch of a coach too. He went to a stack team. I don't yeah. Yeah. tell me, you know, prove me wrong that he didn't go to a this, stack. This team. is like the Miami Heat. What's, but right, sorry, gotta, just now. All right, so Sean's got Tampa Bay, and Dan's got Tampa Bay. I'm going with. I think Big Red gets it back to back. I think the torch is passed from mm-hmm. Brady to Mahomes. I think Andy gets his revenge against mm, Tom Brady. We hope so. I hope so. 39. Me too. And like I said, the, the torch is fast. I think it's a fucking shootout. I'm going 35-31 Chiefs. Got it. I'll go next. And um, as much as I definitely would, I'm obviously not going to root for Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um I just, I just can't, I just can't say that 
I'm rooting for Andy, obviously. I'm not going to not root for Andy. I love Andy. And uh, getting a second Super Bowl in a row, wow. That would be the icing on a cake, and that would be a big, even more of a fuck you to this organization in a good way, not in a bad way. I will take it. Um, but I can't, I don't know. I just, I just something about, something about the way the, that Tom Brady and this team, this Bucks team, this good team they got has, they're, they're, they're playing on fire, uh, even and better than they were during the regular season right now in the playoffs. And, uh, I think we're going to witness Tom Brady own both conferences. Tom Brady is going to, is going to dip his balls in the NFC in the NFC gravy, and 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 claim it as his own and claim it as his own. And the score is going to be it's not going to be short. It's not going to be a short score. I'm going to go ahead and go in the 30s as well, and it's going to be 34 to 28, two even numbers. 34-28, it's going to be an exciting game, good game, and Brady's just going to be Brady. Michael? Uh, yeah, I have a feeling Tampa Bay is going to pull this out. I think that the Lions stayed at three this whole time. Um, I thought it'd be higher. Lone Wolf, Jesus. Whoa. Yeah. Ow. I'm going to say 31-28 bucks. And I've been wrong the entire postseason, so it's probably going to be a jinx. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, um, quick side note right before we sign off. Did you hear that Nick Foles finally, speaking of the Super Bowl, did you hear that Nick Foles finally came out and said what call was supposed to be called instead of the yeah. special? No. And apparently he fumbled a couple times in practice, like yeah. on that play. Was, like, what had was it called? Plays. It was like a. It was a. I forget a, what the like fuck it was strong, called. It was like it's called like a quick sweep or something. Yeah. So basically, it was a quarterback rush to the right. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was he was close. on. He was on. They're like, we'll never with, uh, well, thank God that yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So that's what Doug was gonna call. It was gonna call like basically like a call for like would have been Wentz of like. He would have got the ball in the old offensive line, and everybody in offense just would have like ran to the right and tried to plow the road, and what falls had to go behind it and score a touchdown. So it was a QB it. run option instead of a terrible. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty much a, a, a. It was called no, it was called a jet option. Hmm. Jet option. Jet, so the QB jet is either going to hand it off or jet take sweep. it himself, and he was supposed to take it himself and run. And he was supposed to take it himself and run it in. Apparently, when they ran it, in so that's what Doug stuff, thought they were calling. No, yeah. That's what Doug that's thought the, they were calling, but... Yeah, and then Foles came over and said, you want Philly Philly, and then oh. Doug's like, yeah, let's do it. Okay, but that was the original play. That was yeah, because they, they had lined up on a play, and then oh, they hey. called out. Or yep. You still got to give credit to Doug for yeah. saying okay to that. To yeah. the first yeah, special. Cool. You still like, got to yeah, give credit it. to Doug. It's so great, you can't, can't take it away from him. Everything happened, happened, so we can just talk about all that. You can talk about the Malcolm hit. It happened. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a great feeling. Like, what did the? I mean, the Patriots torched us, but it's like maybe they had Thank that you, one good Nick play Foles. by Edelman. Yeah. <laughs> so our really our plays were much more memorable than what they had in there. So. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, Alshon catches ball, one of the best okay, catches yeah. I've ever seen. The Corey Clement, I mean, some of the best catches yeah. I've ever seen in my life in yeah. that game. Zachert's plays. And when you yeah. watch the replay over and over in slow motion too, it's like, damn, that shit was amazing. The Clement I've watched catch, the, that game probably 50 fucking times, and it doesn't the get Ertz, old. The Ertz catch and tumble salt and re-catch that was literally uh, just a catch to begin with. Everything was amazing. That fourth so, down, like, I just want to leave all you guys. We, we, need, we don't even need to go into that. Though. Let's, I just want to leave you guys with something. This is a uh, a picture of Manupo and Muggsy Bogue standing <laughs> next to each other <laughs> for your enjoyment. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, on that note, great. Nobody can see it on Spotify. All right. Well, it's closer for you guys. It's closer. Yes. That's a closer. All right. Thank you for everybody for watching, listening on every platform available to you through us. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and follow our webpage. Read our blogs. They are awesome. Please tell your friends. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> QBFactory.show is the website. Yes. QBFactory.show. QBFactory.show. Yes. And give all of our personal pages a follow, too, because we always have some entertaining things on there as well. Don't follow Except my me on Instagram. Yeah, don't follow my Instagram. I haven't used it in nine years. I mean, don't follow my personal page unless you just want to see, like, lots of pictures and photos of my daughter and my dog. That's all I do on my personal Okay, don't give follow a shit any of us personally. Please follow <laughs> just the Quarterback Factory show platforms. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> unless unless you want to see my dog yeah, so and my daughter, that, and that's so cool. You guys can, so you guys can talk about me. So, All right, happy three-year well, anniversary. Happy three-year anniversary, boys. And uh, hopefully, hopefully it's not another 60 play. fucking years. Yeah, hopefully right. It's not another 60 fucking years. Uh, so... Uh, Arrivederci. Wait, yes, and I haven't nice done sonata. this the entire show. I haven't done this the entire show, but wow! Oh yeah! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> All right, man. I'm All right. fucking no, out of here. It's late, man. I'll leave. I'll leave it at this. I'll leave it with this. Uh, start it over. That's our outro music. Computer blue. Darling Pinky. <laughs> peace out. Alright, y'all. Later, peace, Gators. Peace, peace. Later, Gators. Do do do. Pure BFS stress.